0: Hey, beautiful souls, welcome to the Everyday Mystic. On occasion, I do solo casts like this when I have something to share and to break up a bit of the conversation I'm having with other people. Today, I wanted to talk about the spiritual path and what we do energetically to align to our spirit and the greater spirit of. Source Consciousness, God, the divine, the energy of all that is. I believe that we are made up of spirit, that our soul came here to live this human life. And that human life, that human being is made up of our body, our mind, our emotions and feelings, our heart and our spirit. And that we have even more energetic makeup than that. If we start to look at and examine our auras and our energetic frequencies, we start to see ourselves as very multi-layered and also through many different types of lenses. Now, I'm talking about these things like they're all separate. But really, they're all the same thing. They're all you. And your soul is here to have that experience of you in this human form with the contrasting nature of other people and their human experience, the what we'll call negative experiences of trauma, abuse awful shit that goes on here in the world, and the what we'll call positive experiences of love and beauty and the fun that we get to have while we're here. All of it is opportunity for us to grow, to learn, to live, and to just be in An expansive and exciting and ever-evolving state of our consciousness. Now, I want to go back to what I said earlier about I'm calling some things negative and I'm calling some things positive. We have some limitations with our language when it comes to choosing words that we put on and label things that are as big as concepts, and, and even some of our feelings and thoughts, to label them is to somewhat limit them. Even as we look at a beautiful piece of nature, some aspect of God's creation, and try to put words to it, it can be challenging. With Even with as many words as we have available in our dictionary, it can still be challenging to really explain, define, and speak the very nature of something. So that's true of positive and negative. When we say something is positive, it's hard to define positive without using the word positive, but it is usually a wanted, desired, notion, concept, Whereas the negative stuff is typically the unwanted, the undesired stuff of life. But I believe that the things that we label negative are also positive, depending on what we do with them, how we frame them, how we individually experience that thing and use it in our lives use it to learn from as i mentioned or use it to grow from and evolve use it to understand humanity better use it to become more compassionate use it to feel and experience such a strong contrast that we want and desire its opposite and seek that so there's many beneficial aspects to things we might deem negative so it's hard to even call them negative Things we could call this whole experience positive. And even if you don't want to do that, let's play around for a moment and imagine that you were moving through life with this. Everything is and has a positive connotation, meaning it is tied to benefit, growth. It's something I desire. It's something that is going to bring me more of what I want. And it's something that really fits in with this overall feeling of goodness. If we move through life that way, how would that change the things that come at you, which do, that might be in the past considered negative, like someone cutting you off on the street, uh, someone breaking up with you, losing your job? When those things happen, but we have a positive mind frame, a growth mindset, those things become opportunities. They aren't negative in and of themselves, you see. They are. Only negative if we consider them negative and having a negative impact on us. But what if they can have a positive impact on us? Now we've flipped the script. Now we have taken control of our outlook and our set of responses to that thing so that we can live a better life, so that we can experience more positivity. This is all within our Control. And it's all within our ability to do while we're here on this earth and while we're in this lifetime. So, if you want to live the best life, your dream life, then it's incumbent upon you to make sure that your mindset is such that you are moving through life with that positive lens. Now, I want to contrast that with rose colored glasses or being a Pollyanna. When you are a Pollyanna from you know most people's definition of it, you are ignoring the negative aspects. You are not dealing with those things and therefore can't alchemize them into positive things. So we don't want to ignore the negative. We don't want to ignore the bad shit that happens in life. We want to... Sift through it, sort through it, see what lessons we can pull, see what gifts are there for us lying beneath the rubble, and be able to actually grow from those things. But that's only if we look at it. That's only if we examine it, move through it, and are then able to let go of it. That type of transformation or alchemizing of a certain circumstance, a thought, a feeling, a behavior, an experience is, again, within our ability. We have absolute control over whether or not we do that or not. You could choose not to do that, but then I promise you, you're going to be living a much less fulfilling, less joyful, and more negative life. So that's the mindset stuff. That's what we can do and control within our mindset. But what about our feelings? These deeper emotions that are sometimes hidden from us. If you have spent a lot of time and you've gotten really good at your mind being the one in control, you've most likely forgotten about or ignored a lot of different emotions and feelings that may have at one time been hard for you to feel. If you experienced any childhood trauma at a time when you didn't understand your feelings, then you might not have known what to do with them. You might not have had someone around to help you process those feelings and understand that this feeling means this typically or just having those feelings heard and understood. A parent can do so much for a child to just listen to their child and allow them to have feelings. That's everything from tears that come when they hurt themselves to having hurt feelings because their brother or sister you know, got the thing that they wanted Rather than telling a child, oh, you're okay, or even worse, shut up, you got everything you want and, you know, quit crying or I'll give you something to cry about. You know, there's the extremes and then the delicate things that even when ignoring a child's feelings, they'll then learn to ignore that feeling. Kids are just modeling after us, adults. And if you're telling them to ignore that feeling, then they will ignore the feeling and then learn to ignore that feeling in the future as well as other feelings that they may have. So feelings are the the real delicate stuff. That's the uh, more ephemeral energy within us that can easily slip through our fingers and, and escape our grasp. And we may have a bunch of them built up that we've stuffed down or hidden away and haven't accessed in a really long time. I believe that the spiritual path or the mystic path is about also exploring those deeper emotions because the emotional body... And just imagining yourself as this energetic being made up of all this stuff. And your emotions are energy in your body that make up the these feelings that you have. And they show up in you when you do have them in a big way. And when you don't have them, you can feel sort of numb to feeling. That's a good indicator that you might have some unexplored emotions if you are Kind of just going around feeling generally numb. And that was a huge trigger for me that I had some major things stuffed down that I needed to excavate and feel, but not so that those feelings would take over my being and I would be just laying in a puddle and not able to do anything for the rest of my life because I'm just there feeling everything. No. It means that I valued and honored myself enough to allow myself to feel these things, to give my inner child who was really hurting and suffering from not having felt these things, the thing that they needed, which was my love and support. My soul self saying, I'm here for you now. I got you. Go off and play. You don't need to worry about this thing anymore. Holding my inner child so that I can allow it to run off and I can then remain and be in charge. All of this comes through self-examination and the willingness to go deep and look at our stuff. Before we can even get to spiritual ascension and connection to the divine in a way that's extremely meaningful. Now, we can Spiritually bypass and miss all of our emotions and our thoughts and just leave our bodies and go out there and float in the ethers and go, I'm so spiritual. And oh, I'm so happy. And isn't life perfect? You can do that, certainly, but that has a name and it's avoided for a reason. We don't want to bypass. Our actual human self and all of these energetic expressions of our being, as I talked about earlier, your thoughts are energy, your feelings are energy, the behaviors and your actions that you take are energy in and of themselves, and they require your energy. And then your body is a throbbing and pulsating set of cells that are energy, driven by energy and are energy themselves. We are that. And then we've got our spiritual nature. The spiritual nature is an energetic vibration within us that allows us to connect to the greater spirit of all things, the spirit outside of our human form that we can connect to. Some might call that God. Some might call it the divine. Some call it the creator, or the source consciousness. I like to call it the energy of all that is. That energy of all that is, we can tap into it through our spirit. And we allow that spirit to rise in our body in vibration so that we can connect to the vibration, essentially matching the frequency of different spiritual beings as well as greater source consciousness and the energy of all that is. This path that we walk is really more of a, a way of life. It's not a path which might limit it to a certain way of walking. It, it is not one way. It's many paths. It's really a way of living. And that way is In constant motion and flux as we unfold. As you explore the life of a mystic, which means that you are exploring and reaching towards your own divine connection with that source consciousness, with the energy of all it is, that you are feeling and experiencing and sensing your own divinity, that life is. What I think we're here to do is what I think we are all here to live. You might live that way 100% or you might dip in and out of that way. It's all up to you and your choice of what you want. I choose to live this way as much as possible because of all of the incredible benefits that it has to my very real and practical life. The amazing benefits that it has for my emotional body, my physical body, my thoughts and my mind, the incredible benefits that it has to my feeling of oneness and solitude and groundedness with everything around me, with my relations with other people and to nature and the world around me. Because I feel and experience all of these benefits, I keep going on this path. And that's what makes it a path, that we're following it to essentially no destination. (laughs) If there's any destination, it is back into ourselves, back to the seat of our soul, back to the realization that we are a soul and a body here on a much bigger journey than just this human life and our human form now. That soul, you, that is you, wants peace. It wants joy. It wants love and ultimately freedom. And when you unite with that soul, you will experience all of those things too. There is no need to gain love from someone else or someone telling you you did a great job. There's no need to get a sense of peace from the good work that you did or the accomplishment that you made. There's no need to seek happiness outside of yourself because you are that. You are generating all of that from within. And then you get to share that out with others. And as other people operate like that, they're sharing it and reflecting it back to you too. So it's not like we just do this for ourselves and then spend time in a cave or a closet where we're just, you know, floating in our own soulful juices and going, Oh, I'm so joyful. And this is, this is all I need. No, we're here on a human mission as well to learn from each other and teach each other to reflect back to one another and project out so that we can experience the fullness of the human experience, that we can have this experience with each other, which is so much more beautiful and fulfilling than if you were just doing it all alone. You would have nothing to compare it to. We have so much to compare our own personal experience with just by being here in the world and by being observant, by spending time watching, taking in, and then reflecting on that. There are things that you'll reflect on that you'll want to take on and say, yes, that is such a virtuous behavior, or that is such a beautiful practice, or that is such an amazing way of being. I want to take that on and learn from that. And then you'll also experience things where you go, oh, my God, I will never want to act like that, be like that, feel like that. Ew. So you don't want to take those things on. So we see them, we reflect on them, but we don't take them on and take them in. Now, when we're living unconsciously, we do take those things on. We are susceptible to taking those things on big time because we are not consciously making our choices. We're not consciously living. That unconscious behavior or way of being means that you just kind of get – things just sort of stick to you. You're like, uh, bad behavior sticks to you. You take it on. Oh, bad experiences. It just lives with you. You, you get stuck with it. This person in all of these um, awful thoughts and feelings that they've expressed, you then express them out in the world or internally. We have choices here. We have free will. And that choice and free will means that we get to choose not just to focus on what we don't want. We get to actively choose what we do want. What do you want? What do you desire? I don't believe that desire is a sinful thing. I believe that desire is what keeps us dreaming and keeps us reaching deeper within. Now, desire can, when focused externally, can keep us reaching for and reaching externally far out as far as we can go. And and usually that ends up the same way for most people, that you don't end up satisfied. You don't end up in a state of joy and bliss and peace because nothing outside of you can actually get you there. But when we turn that desire within to actually seek more of understanding Of ourselves, to seek more of connection within to source consciousness, to seek more of our inner power so that we can use them in our life and wield different powers that we have in the world. And when we look at each one of those energetic aspects of our being and go further within, desire to know those things more. We get to that place, and as close as we can get to God, we get to where we are experiencing life through the eyes of the divine creator and go, isn't this amazing? Look how beautiful life is. Look at how incredible I am. I'm a miracle that showed up here to have this experience. How amazing is that? How amazing is it that I can have this experience with others and be in harmony with this incredible planet? All of that is within our scope. It's within our reach. It's within our capabilities to have and to live by, if you so choose, to wake up each day choosing the miracle of life, that you are a miracle of life and that you are here to understand and then let go of all thought and just be in this incredible, blissful state of your soul in your body, harmonizing with the incredible source of all things, the energy of all that is around us. And you get to dance and play and create and have a heck of a lot of fun doing it with that energy of all that is. So go have some fun, co-create a beautiful, amazing life that you desire, and share your results with me. I want to hear how you did. Go to the Instagram, at The Everyday Mystic, connect with me there, and let me know how it's going for you. I can't wait for you to share more with me about what you're desiring and how you plan to live a life of greater meaning, higher purpose, and true joy.